Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It is time once again for our little gathering over the podcast airwaves of Growing in Grace. I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski once again talking about the goodness of God's grace, the power of the gospel, and the finished work of Jesus Christ. And the beauty of this gospel is that the responsibility does not fall upon you and me to try to see this thing through or to finish up on something that Jesus didn't complete. He did it all on our behalf, and that takes the pressure off. And now we can begin to live from his life instead of us just trying to commit our lives to him. And Joel, I I hope you're having a good week. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing talking about the context of the Bible. Yeah, I I love doing this thing on the internet podcast, Waves of Grace. I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) We had something that you said there reminded me of something that we had on radio, but I can't remember. It was something Waves of, back when you and I were in radio, um, I think we called it Waves of Faith because waves of uh, faith. that, that uh, coincided with the call letters of the radio station. That's that's right. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, when you said that, that came to mind. <laughs> but so, yeah, um, we're something that we're going to do here. I, I think this is going to be very beneficial for people, very helpful. We've talked many times on the podcast about how we've got this thing called the Bible sitting in front of us. You've got the Old Testament and you've got the New Testament. Countless times we've mentioned how people open this thing up, and, well, whatever it says is God's Word, and so that's for me, and I'm, I'm supposed to follow everything that's in there. And one thing that's missing in that point of view is that there are different parts of the Bible, there are different things that happened at different times, and for different purposes. It wasn't all for us. I mean, it was all written to us. We can read it. We can understand things that happened and why they happened, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everything we read in the Bible is for us. And so what we're going to do here is take a look at the overall, the big picture of the Bible, and at least in this episode today, we're going to kind of try to breeze through some of these happenings in the Bible, get, again, the big picture of the Bible, and then maybe spend a few weeks after that kind of breaking some of these things down so that we can get a better understanding of why the different things happened, going all the way back to Adam, talking about Abraham, talking about Moses and the law. We'll go through the Psalms and the prophets and how that led up to the the ministry of Jesus and, and, and how the old covenant, how, how, how through Jesus the old covenant ended, the new covenant began. So we're going to begin talking about some of that today. And I, again, I think this will be really, really informative and beneficial. And so um, I guess we'll start out with where it all began, with Adam. Some people think that we're just controversial about things or that we even look for an opportunity to be controversial. And that's not our intention. Not at all. At all. Sometimes it comes across that way because so much of what the church has taught or some of the assumptions within the teaching are are so embedded in the minds of believers as being, you know, the absolute truth. Just certain mindsets that may not even have a 
a ton of biblical foundation or evidence to back it up with. And, and so sometimes some of the things we say seem so contrary to what people have been taught that it, it comes across as controversial. I don't think we're going to run into too much of that this time. But so, so for example, let's, let's assume that we believers here together on the podcast, let's, let's assume that the Bible is indeed the written word of God. I don't think you're going to get an argument about that from, from either one of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, now our understanding of the word isn't always perfect though, is it? Um, we, we've been talking about this in recent weeks about context with the verses and how they get pulled out of that context and get applied in any way that people want to see fit to do so. And it causes all kinds of confusion and sometimes actually leads people away from the gospel instead of leading them to the gospel. That's why, uh, uh, now, this this may sound like a controversial statement. We said this some weeks back, and we were actually quoting somebody else who said it, but I agree with them, and that is that the Bible can become one of the most dangerous books you'll ever read if <laughs> you don't understand the gospel. So as Joel said, we're going to try and, uh, on this week's podcast, we're just going to try and paint a consolidated picture, so to speak, of the Bible, the Word of God, and and really what it is, because it's not one book. Remember, it's it's made up of multiple books that was documented or, or written over a period of, of many hundreds of years, even thousands of years, perhaps. And so it, it isn't all for us. I mean, you, you could say it's for us, but it's not all written to us. It, it's, we've been talking about this with different things in the law, certain things in the Bible. We, we assume sometimes since the Bible is God's word provided to mankind, we think that all of it is meant for us in some sort of way, oftentimes in some direct personal way. And that's not always the case, but we can learn from a lot of that stuff that isn't meant for us directly and and apply it to the gospel and come to an understanding of how we got to this place. So Joel, I think there are some key significant points in the scripture that will help us narrow this down here just a little bit. And then maybe in the weeks ahead, we can elaborate a little bit more on what some of these are. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go with this. Um, so obviously, uh, things began when you open up your Bible in, in Genesis, and you've got the story of creation. You've got the story, the, the six days that God spent creating everything that has been created, and Adam was made. Adam was created. God breathed the breath of life into him and walked with him and Eve in the garden. And then he set these trees in the garden. Uh, One of the trees was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. One of the trees was the tree of life. And there were many other trees there, the Bible says. And God said to Adam, you can eat, and, and Eve, you can eat from any of the trees in the garden. Just do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. It wasn't. Uh, it was just. It was just a warning. He knew that if they ate from this tree, they would die. Death would come. He created them to be alive. <laughs> he he breathed the breath of life into them. They were meant to live forever. They were not meant to die. But here comes the serpent, tempting Adam and Eve. And you know the story. Again, this is just a nutshell version this week. They fell for the lie. The, the, the lie was that they would eat from the tree, the serpent said, and your eyes will be opened. You'll know good and evil. You'll be like God. Well, they were already created in the image of God. They were already like God, but they saw that it was good for wisdom and knowledge, and so they ate from it. And then as Paul says, through the one man, through Adam, sin entered 
the world and death through sin because all sinned. And so there was, the, the problem began right there. Eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, their eyes were opened, they realized they were naked, and uh, God said, you must leave the Garden of Eden. There's kind of a nutshell. Anything else to add about this little part, Cap? No, and, and for those um, who aren't going to catch some of the, our future programs, obviously it did start with Adam. And, and there's really just a handful of bullet points that we want to focus on here in the weeks ahead when it comes to consolidating the Bible into a picture that we can see from a little bit of a distance. Because the problem is we, we get into the verses, right? Thousands of verses, uh, I'm assuming thousands of verses in the, in the Bible. I've never counted them. I, maybe at one time I, I did look up how many were in there, but I can't remember. <laughs> and... So we've got these trees among the forest, right? And you get inside the forest, you're looking at these trees, which is all fine and dandy, but sometimes you can't see the forest. We're going to try and help paint a picture of the forest here. So there was Adam. And just to give you a, a, a little bit of foresight here, these are the significant points that we want to bring out. There was Adam, Abraham, Moses, and the law, the Psalms and the prophets. And then there was Jesus and the new covenant, which brought an end to the law and a revelation of God's righteousness. So that's where we're going with this. And uh, we'll, we'll go a little bit deeper on some of them, as we said, uh, in, in programs that are going to be coming up. But uh, mm -hmm. so uh, I think you, you covered a, a good intro there with Adam. Adam, And uh, now with Abraham, th this was another significant point. We, we got this guy that showed up obviously after Adam and, and before Moses, before the law was given to Israel. But Abraham is referred to on, on more than one occasion throughout New Testament writings from uh, the epistles, the apostles. And he's a significant character when it comes to the subject of faith, which is going to be a bit contrasted with the, the one to follow with Moses and the law. But uh, a, a key player for sure, right, Joel? Yeah, definitely. Abraham was a key player. And one other thing about Adam is that God promised Adam and Eve that he would not leave them that way. He made a promise that he would put enmity between the serpent and the woman, between the serpent's seed and her seed, which would be Jesus, and um, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So God said, it's not going to end this way. I made a promise. And so Speaking of promises, one thing that God made to Abraham was a promise, and he told him. He brought him outside and said, now look toward heaven. This is Genesis 15, 5. Count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to them, so shall your descendants be. It was a promise that God made to Abraham, and he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. You were saying a big component in this is the faith of Abraham. And so that it, that really is a, a very key thing, because Paul talks a lot about that when we get to the New Testament epistles of, of Paul. And so it was very important that God made this promise to Abraham long before the law. And uh, actually, we've only got a couple minutes left here, and so we might have to do this condensed version and, and pick up some more next week on this and spend a couple weeks on this. But the promise that God made to Abraham was 430 years before the law. And what uh, the Bible tells us is that that means that whatever the law says, it cannot supersede the promise that God made to Abraham. In other words, the promise that God made to Abraham is what counts, and it supersedes what the law says. So after Abraham, 
Of course, we have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob became Israel, and he became the father of what we know as the nation of Israel. And through Israel came Moses and, of course, the law. So just about about another minute left, Cap, if you want to wrap this one up. Yeah, there is plenty of history in the Old Testament for us to to examine and become familiar with because, again, we can look back and see the roadmap that brought us to the place that we're at right now. And we just want to try to help you avoid getting tangled up in the net that might have you thinking that somehow all of the Bible is the Bible, all of it is truth, all of it is for us because it's God's Word. And, uh, you know, we agree with some of that. It's just that not everything in there was meant for your life today. But the, but it is there for us to, to learn from and realize how it all unfolded for us to get to Jesus and, and the new covenant. So, again, things we're going to be talking about from Adam and Abraham to Moses and the law, Psalms and the prophets, and, of course, Jesus, who became the new covenant, brought an end to the entire law that came through Moses And, of course, through this gospel, this good news, the revelation of not our righteousness through work, but the revelation of God's righteousness as a gift in us. Looking forward to talking about it some more in the weeks ahead right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.